Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Biz Talk for TikTok. It is your host, Kyle Coplanis. And in the studio today, I have somebody that is super cool in the music space. His name is Michael Porter. He has reimagined what social media can be with Needle Music, the world's first social platform built to facilitate meaningful connections through music. Needle is a perfect case study bringing together consumers and influencers in a space that rewards both parties for their interactivity. We're going to be chatting with Michael today on the show about Needle Music and how it's reshaping the creator economy. So, Michael, welcome to Biz Talk for TikTok. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here <laughs> and talk about Needle and all things TikTok and the music space. Michael, I'd love to know your origin story. Talk to me a little bit about who you are and how this evening came up. I've always been probably like you and like a lot of our listeners and users of the platform, which is someone that has loved music for as long as I can remember. And it's always been a part of my day and my emotions and just my life, whether it's happy, whether I'm in a tough time, whether I'm in the gym, playing sports, traveling with friends, cooking. There's so many musical moments. The social media that is so pervasive now has walked in to music as being now the dominant aspect of their platforms and really the driver of the experience. And so we thought that there should be a way to lead and create a social media intentionally for music that helps promote musicians in the industry. Since I was little, all I can remember is loving music and music littering my life in the best of ways. It's really just bringing together a couple passions, which are people and music, which sounds grandiose because most people in this world are passionate about people and music, but when you boiled it down, that's really my gift. And what I feel like is my purpose in life is connecting people, is in connecting music, and now being able to connect people through music. That's how we arrive. Really <laughs> I love that, man. And it is one of those things, like wherever you live in the world, like you said, people and music is it's part of our culture, regardless of what part of the globe you're on. With Needle, you've created something really, really powerful because, again, those two things are what people are continuously do in their life, regardless if it's their focus or not. It's really cool. So how did this concept come up? You mentioned with Needle, but tell me the steps of you sitting down and saying, okay, we're going to create this app for people. Were you talking with friends? Were they saying and sharing with you, hey, I wish that there was a platform that I can discover new music? Like, Talk to me about that. I'm so glad you asked the question the way that you did. A lot of people just ask, like, so how'd you start Needle? But you're asking about how does someone go from idea to product, exactly. zero to one. And being a non-technical founder, it's something that I really want to inspire other non-technical founders to do. A few of my friends started following this idea, going back and forth. And then a couple of them really latched onto it. And we were just workshopping this idea that started as a thought, a conversation, a group text, and flush it out into, all right, let's draw out some screens of phones and some pages of the product and what will it look like? It started that simply at a retreat at one of my friend's family's house, who's now one of my co-founders. And then the other co-founder of mine, Shane, had a brother who had a connection with someone that did app development. And we just got lucky and sourced our way to people that could help us create this vision and turn what was a dream into a reality. I love that. Most of the guests I have on my show that have started a small business or they're really like successful now in what they're done, a lot of them had zero experience before. They just had this amazing idea and they talked with some people and these people said, 
yo, if you can make that a thing, that would be huge because that's something I need value in my life. And it sounds like that's the same thing, like not a technical background, which could have put you off. You could have been like, you know what? I don't have that. That's This is a cool idea, but maybe someday somebody who does will create this. But you didn't let that fear hold you back. You know what I mean? You're just like, no, like this is something that we need and everybody would find a place for it in their life. And I'm going to create this now. And I think that's really, really important for people to hear. In fact, I just made a post about fear of failure and fear of success. And it sounds like you just push those aside and we're like, I'm going to just do this regardless and see what happens. And I love I mean, that. vision and grit, right? Those are the two most important characteristics. Yes, I think knowing how to code is the biggest asset anyone can have in the world today. And today, as sure. we as we move forward, it is going to become the universal language. But if you have the vision, if you have the grit and you are willing to not stop and work tirelessly to make it happen, you can find the people to put in place to assist you. You can always find the engineer. It may be harder than you may think, and it's hard to know if they're at the quality that you want. And the transparency process and trying to get an engineer to start a project is tough, and it's a little bit muddy right now. But mm -hmm. if you find the right person, you can create it. And if you don't stop until you find the right person, you'll make it a reality. I really want to inspire other non-technical founders to create technical products because it is possible and investors and others look at it as a risk. But I think that the most important part in the process is the vision and just the grit to, to make it a reality. 100%, man, 100%. And you know, like music, because this is a TikTok-focused podcast, so I want to contribute a little bit of that. TikTok has really helped drive music, finding new music, and artists being able to emerge in a platform that Hollywood isn't dictating anymore, you know, saying like, this is the new star world, whereas TikTok is like, no, I love this song, this creator. So was TikTok had any inspiration to saying, hey, let's create an app that involves creators and music, and let's put it over here as well? Was there any drive from that? I would say in terms of inspiration for creating Needle, we created it more out of necessity for wanting to share music in a more fun and easy way. But as we grew into the project and certainly now and over the last year plus, we've seen the convergence, the defiable convergence of TikTok and social media and the streaming services and the music industry, right? They're becoming one. They are merging. But there's no social media that was built specifically for the music industry. So we think that there should be more ways to trend and promote music than creating a TikTok video. A lot of these artists don't necessarily have the innate skill set or the desire to get on TikTok to promote their art piece and their work. So we think that there should be a way to promote music through music. Mm. And that's really what we're trying to do. TikTok is never going to be touched in terms of what it's doing. And it's incredible. We can debate for hours whether it's good or bad for music and the world of minute and a half long songs to go viral on TikTok. But I think it's so powerful as a platform and a tool and to allow anyone to create fame and grow a reach and an audience. But we think that you should be able to do that similarly just through music curation and through the purest form of that art. I love that, Mick. Like you mentioned something with TikTok and the way it is and how we can debate back and forth. But interesting enough, I was just having this conversation with my kids and my wife actually downstairs today before school. I have two teenage daughters. One of them has 3.1 million on TikTok when she's getting into oh, yeah, music herself. She's released four songs already. We're really going crazy with her music recently. So this is going to be a perfect opportunity. But what I've noticed myself and anybody you can talk to has noticed that TikTok has made a massive shift. So yes, it used to be so much music, but now it's turning into more voice on. So therefore, 
I think personally that TikTok's going to see a decrease in people being able to reach through their music because it's more sound on and and talking focused. So this comes in a perfect opportunity for needle music because people will still crave that piece of their culture and life that they've learned this new music. So having a place that is only music where we'll not get saturated with other content like voice on or people talking or education that they can just go and find a release there to just listen to music, find new artists and hear their story, learn more about them. I think it is powerful. And like you said, sometimes people are very artistic, but they're a little bit nervous of creating video or they don't know how, but they have this amazing music. And again, the fear of failure or success by creating a video is holding them back. Um, yeah. And so having this platform that's only that, that they understand personally as an artist are like, dude, this is the place. I think that's wicked. And I would love to know personally how it works. If I was an artist right now, how would I come to Needle, put my music on there? What does that look like? And for a consumer side, for listeners, talk to me a little bit about both those processes. Yeah, of course. So I certainly appreciate what you've just said. And I think it speaks to a lot of what we've created. So excited to continue to connect offline about this. But right now, it's fairly simple how it works is we're built on top of Spotify. We're still in our beta. We're built on top of the Spotify API. So really our goal is to enhance existing streaming services. So we plan on integrating with the Apples, with the SoundClouds, with the Deezers of the world, and as many different streaming services as possible, and even potentially like a Vivo down the road for music videos. Anything that's on Spotify, you can listen to, share, save, like on Needle. So it's just a more seamless social layer built on top of the streaming services. And it'll even get more fun when you do have the Apple users, the SoundCloud users, and the Spotify users all able to interact with each other. And by doing so, you're just increasing the amount of time that people are spending listening to music yeah. and interacting and engaging with music. So every stream that happens on Needle is credited to the underlying streaming service. We still are able to hit our core objectives and we think that we're increasing the overall size of the pie and yeah. just creating that social layer built on top of it. That is good for all. It's good for the artists to connect with their fans in a new way. It's good for the fans to connect to each other and their music curators of choice. And then also for the underlying services. I love it. So basically, it's just a value add on top of what people are already doing. So like you said, Spotify, the artist is already creating on there, their music's on there. But now this is just a value add that they can have a profile to connect with their fans. But also fans can connect with the artists and then also share their music taste and what they like, because that's a common thing. Th these creators, these influencers who may not be in the music industry or space, but their fans are very interested in what their music listening looks like. My daughter, for instance, she has a wide range of music. She likes a lot of rock, but sometimes her dancing, because wow. she's known for dancing, but she dances to hip hop and all that stuff. So yeah. people sometimes don't assume that she would like that music. And then people are shocked. They're like, no way, you're a rocker girl down in your core. What songs do you like? So this would be a really yeah, How cool is that? Exactly. Yeah, that's the perfect example right there. Not only would she connect with her existing fans in a deeper and cooler way now, but she mm -hmm. also would broaden herself to new fans that share that same music yeah. taste as her, right? So yeah. it's really just the curator economy that we're creating, which is built one layer above or below the creator economy. So yeah. we're just creating a platform for music curators, music lovers, music fans alike, and artists, obviously, to all share, discover, and really just connect through music at the end of the day. And this is the perfect timing. There's a massive shift happening right now 
with social media. You hear it in the news a lot about TikTok creators. Do they actually have a solid community? Right now, community is such a buzzword, but it's... Yeah, me, it can be fickle. Folks, yeah, but it, to me, it's like one of the most powerful things. And the reason why it's a buzzword is because we're all craving it. Like we're all craving a spot that we can share our passions with. And the fun thing, what I love about social the most is that you can so many people from around the world and share a passion with somebody and it doesn't have to be your friends because a lot of our friends that we're hanging out with today, we might not have the same music taste at all. So having a core group of audiences that you can share music and learn new artists from that music style that you like is so powerful. But this is such a fun way for community driving, regardless of totally. feeling like you're a part of something, but through music, because we all like, again, it touches us in our soul. And I'd love to ask a weird question. That's our slogan, by the way, your music community right now. And you open up the app. Boom. Those are the first three words you'll see. Look at that. See, you've touched on something right there. Just the way your thought is for needle music is just knowing the community driving is like it's such a powerful medium. Totally. hundred percent. And people are craving that. Just saying those three things like community, music, people, people are going to flock to that and flood it out. I, I'm telling you, like it's going to happen. I think needle music is going to be the future of music and community. So it's going to be huge. But I'd love to know, have you noticed that there's all kinds of demographics on there? Are there people that are learning new artists with maybe like an old soul style and just curious. <laughs> totally, totally. It's amazing. It's such an intimate reflection of you and your persona. So yeah, I mean, like my best friend's little brother is was stuck in the 70s. He's <laughs> a 70s, 80s classic rock diehard. And then yeah. you have some of our friends and parents that are like house heads. And so it's just so interesting to see and be able to connect with someone in a new way and a new medium and one that we all love so much. It's been really exciting to also see music transcend language. So we have a huge follower base in Paris and in France, which we didn't expect, which is actually a direct result of some TikTok videos we did. One French kid who I love now, his name's Pierre, and he's our French music ambassador. He created some TikTok videos and we went viral on his page. We had people in France that don't speak a lick of English. Yep. Needle is only given in English right now. And they're on our app for hours every single day and have been for months. So it's just really excited to see that you don't even have to speak the same language to mm -hmm. connect with each other through music. I think that's so powerful, both for our platform and the world moving forward. It's an exciting, exciting medium to be able to explore and really help facilitate connections with people. It's funny that you mentioned English and other cultures because karaoke is so huge and especially Korean and a lot of Asian cultures, but a lot of their music choices that they listen to or sing to yeah. are, are English style music. And so I think that's fun how... A lot of cultures gravitate to the Western world music. So what a fun opportunity for the whole world to enjoy this. And I'm sure you're going to develop into more languages. So talk to me about your vision. If like needle music was at the premium spot that you could ever imagine it to, what would that look like? It's a beautiful world. Let me tell you, it's a platform that is really your one-stop shop for curation. Right now, it's just music. It could be music videos. It could be podcasts, right? But we really want to stay with the medium of music. So regardless of what streaming service you use and who you're paying that $10 fee to, mm -hmm. we think that you want to interact with everyone that listens and loves music in this world. As a result, we think there's a lot of value we can extract based on your music curation and based on your music engagement. We have a point system right now on our platform mm. where you get ranked based on the amount of engagement your music curation receives 
but also how much time you spend listening and engaging with others on the platform. So we're now starting to allow our users to have real world value and transact with those points. Imagine a credit card points for music. Yeah. So we imagine a world where people can actually get paid and earn a living just from curating music. Like your daughter, for example, right. should be able to gate her profile on Needle whether it's with a token in Web3 or whether just with fiat and points and make money based on her yeah. music. That's a huge opportunity, both for existing influencers and celebrities, but also just the local DJs and community curators that deserve to be rewarded for their gift that they're putting out there. Absolutely. And I love that you mentioned Web3. So you're going to be contributing Web3 technology into the backend with these tokenized play to earn or use to earn. So there's going to be that aspect to it. We don't have to do it, but yeah. we want to do it when the yeah. time is right, because we've already created this points infrastructure mm -hmm. and economy and are going to continue to flush that out. Tokenizing things, it's a big buzzy word right now. And we believe very long-term in Web3 as an industry, but get, tokenizing our platform right now would just be able to give our users more utility, more ownership. Mm -hmm and just more transparency. And so those are all tenants that we are leaning into and all for. We will see when the time is right to do that, but we're certainly excited to continue to explore that. Absolutely. Man, that's huge. I don't know if you know this, but on TikTok, I'm known as the Web3 guy. I have a lot of passion with Web3 and I'm definitely an early adopter. The end of 2019 is when I jumped in. Being an early adopter, I understand the fact that this new world of tokenizing and Web3 technologies and blockchain technologies will be the future of everything. It will be, regardless of how much people hating on it. And it just makes sense. The technology is there yeah. to be able to create ownership, to be able to create communities and be able to reward people with things they're doing. And I love the fact that you said like being able to be rewarded with your music because a lot of mm -hmm. artists right now are just, they get fucked over by Hollywood and all these management companies. And they only earn like what 10%, I think of all their earnings. They're just like a, a robot with th these people that are making a ton of money off them. But as an artist, having a, a platform like Needle to be able to create their own communities, be able to earn the money without all these middlemen is so huge. And I think artists are craving it. They're going to be gravitating to things like that because they're tired of getting screwed over. 100%. And to even expand on your question earlier, we imagine a world where you could upload any audio file to Needle, right? You don't even mm -hmm. have to necessarily go through the streaming services, right. although we love that symbiotic relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, but totally agree. And in, in your sentiment on Web3, yeah. we think that one of the biggest opportunities and issues right now with Web3 and with the blockchain and with any tokenized product is the consumer experience, is the UI UX of those products. And really, if you boil needle down at the end of the day, right now, all we are is a better and more connected UI and UX layer built on top of the streaming services, which we are seeing as becoming more commoditized as their catalogs and experiences are largely the same. We think that there's an opportunity to bring shine to the value that Web3 can have and mm -hmm. a tokenized product can have by being that enhanced UI UX layer. And we think we can enhance a lot of existing partnerships with a lot of existing Web3 companies too with that effect. We're just going to keep staying in our lane, doing what we're doing with our Web2 ambitions right now. Yeah. But we're having active conversations with some some partners and I it's, love uh, it's been a long, exciting path that we're continuing to educate and explore ourselves. Make that super cool. I think a lot of people get put off by the words Web3 and stuff, which I tell people it's, it's not any different like it's, it's yeah it shouldn't there's just a better like a better technology it it's just yeah yeah it makes things run better and have the ability to show proof of 
ownership. And I love that part, but people are separating them too much and they don't realize that it's already happening and they may already be using some sort of Web3 without even knowing it. That's but the goal. Exactly. That's when it'll get, that, get exciting. Yeah. That's who doesn't want the people that are creating value to share in that upside? In theory, everyone is for that. It'll exactly. Happen. I used to do so much education on Web3 and my TikTok, and then I realized... I'm not sure if that's the key to building the bridge. It's just creating tools, value and utilities that people will understand. And they're just going to want to use it without having to know it. Because I started thinking like, and I'm not trying to get on a side topic here. I'll bring it back. The internet, for instance, is one thing that most people don't understand. They just use it because they know how to use it, but they don't need to know how it works. The nail on uh, the head, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. So like Couldn't you said, <laughs> you're creating a product that people are just going to want to use and they don't even need to know that it's Web3 based. They're just going to use it and be like, yo, this is cool. How am I making money by using these tokens and being interactive on the app? And then the artists are like, hey, I'm making money by putting out my music and communicating with my audience. You get to listen and share music and you get upside and you get real world value and you get money. Right. That is the dream. That is the world we're building towards. Exactly. People say, would you change something? And Sometimes I wish that I was born in the world today because like when I was a kid, this would have been a freaking dream, man. That's what we did. I remember bringing my CDs. My friends were like, hey, come hang out and bring our CDs because sometimes our parents wouldn't have bought that one. But our friends are like, I have the new album of this. And we'd go and listen together in a garage or whatever like uh, kids do. Um, and, and I had my like, little zipper booklet of CDs. Totally, I had my walker and always on me the same hundred percent, man. That was part of our culture in life. And like. Oh man, I couldn't even imagine having the opportunity to possibly reaching out to some of these artists to just say, Hey man, like your song changed my life or your song got me through this breakup, man. But being able to maybe have that connection, holy shit, that opportunity would be insane. And that's what people are craving as well is to reach out to these people who have made an impact to them and be able to just even thank them in a way. Because before there wasn't even technology like social media when I was growing up. So you couldn't even go on their Instagram and even if they didn't see it, be able to just say, thanks. Thanks for your music. Totally. Like we had 100%. no way of connecting with that. We need to just take it one step further now and allow these artists to connect with their fans through music rather than just through pictures and Twitter posts. We think that you should actually be able to see what your favorite artist is listening to in real time. There's so much value to be derived in that and just being able to connect the artists and fans more through the art form that we love each other through, right? Mm-hmm. And artists are craving it too, because like you even see on TikTok, Charlie Puth, for instance, he's making a ton of TikToks. I think he does it because he likes to connect with his fans, right? Mm. He wants to connect back too and say, I'm a real person as well. Just because yeah. I create this music doesn't mean that I don't want to talk to you just because I'm a star or a celebrity. Lizzo's a great example of that as well. She's always doing fun stuff with her fans and answering them and commenting with them. And it brings the human element back that these people are not just celebrities or amazing artists, that they're real humans as well that want to have that connection with their people that are listening because they understand that without the listeners, they wouldn't be anything. This era we're in right now with community and bringing the two people together, I'm so pumped for it. I love where the world is going. Social media is going to be more of a positive experience. There's way more positive that comes from it. It just depends on how you look at it. Yeah, we're still in the first inning of social media, right? So it's going to continue to evolve. And what more positive way and what brings more intrinsic value than finding your new favorite song or making your friends day by sending them a song or connecting with someone through a song or helping it get through a time in your life, as you alluded to. I could go on and on, but I love the examples you brought up. But for every Charlie Puth and Lizzo, there's 
a thousand more artists that maybe aren't so comfortable on TikTok or don't have that skill set that want to connect through music. And even for producers and songwriters, most people have no idea who has produced or written most of their hit songs. And we think that they should be able to connect now through music and think that they're inherently really strong music curators too and can now get some shine on themselves and connect with their fans through I love that. the medium we all love. Yeah, I love that. It is so true. Sometimes you forget about that, like the producers and the songwriters, that they play a massive part into this, but they've always been in the shadows, having the opportunity to be able to come forward and say, hey, look, I wrote some of these top hits, or did you know that song you love? You can see people on Needle Music who likes those songs, and they can reach out and connect with them and say, hey, I was the writer of this. And I think that's huge. That's a cool opportunity that we have not seen today. So this is really fun. Exciting. Hell ideas. yeah. Yeah, good stuff coming. <laughs> Hell yeah. Talk to me. Is it on the app stores? How do they go about? Yeah, whether you have iOS or Android, and we even have some limited functionality with iPads already, <laughs> but we're on the app store and it's in our open beta. So I encourage you and your friends to use it. It's really exciting. It's easy to share. We have a lot of people that put their own profile links into their Instagram bios and things of that nature. So you can see what people are listening to via web based interactions but yeah it's on the app store and if you have spotify premium you have the full suite of functionality if you don't then right now you're limited to 30 second previews yeah but it's really fun really simple and really exciting to see the impact we've had on our user base we already have people that are dating from the app we have people that are going to concerts with each other from the app we have group chats based on super niche genres based on cities. We have artists that are using it as fan club, discord of sorts, just more innate and native to the music experience. There's a use case for everyone. Appreciate it. Absolutely. We're wrapping this up, but you did make a good point. The friends typically growing up, especially us without social media, you realize at the end of the day, you don't have a lot of common. So finding people that you do have stuff in common with is so powerful. Like you said, go to a concert. Maybe me and you met Mick and we have the same taste. And I'm like, yo, Mick, there's this world too, or we should go together, man. When you're like, fuck yeah, because maybe your friends are like, I hate that music, man, or I hate concerts. That's what we're building towards actually is being able to facilitate connections by saying, hey, this is your person in the world who actually has the same music taste as you. It's powerful to even think about what could connect two countries at war more than music potentially, right? Like you can get on board with that and create any inch of shared understanding and shared love. That's the opening you need for open dialogue and for peace and for consensus and understanding. It's powerful to think about. Obviously that's far reaching, but why not? What more positive medium than music? Hell yeah, man. And does Needle Music have any socials that people can check out as well and follow? Yeah, absolutely. We're on TikTok. We're at needle.music. had some side accounts pop up too that you can play with that are fun. Got to keep it light and organic and mm-hmm. consistent on there. Same thing on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us on all those platforms. That's awesome. For anybody listening, I made it really, really, really simple for you. All you have to do is go to the description notes of wherever you're listening to this. And I'm going to put everything in there to follow Needle Music. You can take a listen and be able to download that and start using it today and start connecting with people who love the same music and interests you. And if you're an artist, set up a profile today. That way you can start engaging with those who love your music and be able to connect with them and build that community so you can be an artist for a lifetime. Nick, Thank you so much for your time today on the BizTalk for TikTok podcast. It's been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. Look forward to continuing this conversation because 30 minutes isn't enough. (laughs) (laughs) 100%.